0: Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hey guys, welcome back to Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking the action required to manifest everything we've ever wanted. Have you ever been ghosted by a potential significant other, by a work opportunity that presented itself, maybe by a friend? Even if you haven't, I'm sure you can imagine how annoying and oftentimes painful it can be. Picture this. You start talking to someone amazing in December. You feel like this person is the one that you've been manifesting. This time, this is it. No more messing around. You're ready to go all in on a relationship. You feel so excited about what the next 12 months could look like because, as you know, a lot can happen in a year. January rolls around and you're making plans with that person. Maybe you're making travel plans things that you want to start doing together and you tell your friends all about them and you feel amazing and then you have a hard week at work they don't message you as often as they used to and the vibes just feel off then one random Thursday at the end of January they stop talking to you completely no explanation no nothing and it dawns on you you've been ghosted Now, imagine that instead of a person, this was a goal you set yourself. You decided at the end of the year that 2023 would be the year you start the business, improve your relationship with food and fitness, quit your job to travel, you know, insert goal here. Again, (laughs) same thing. This time, this is it, no more messing around. You're ready to go all in on the goal. You feel so excited about what the next 12 months could look like because as you know, a lot can happen in a year. You get that feeling in January that you get so excited about it. You make the plans, you start doing the things, and you tell your friends about your goal. But then you have a hard week at work, you stop taking action towards the goal because it just feels off. Eventually you've stopped posting regularly on IG, you haven't been to the gym for ages, you've ghosted your goal. We would never dream of making excuses for the person who ghosted us so why is it okay to make these excuses when we do it to ourselves? If a significant other ghosted you Can you imagine thinking, oh, it's fine, I'm sure they're just busy, oh, he's got a lot going on at the moment, I'm just not a priority right now, that's fine. No, (laughs) you want someone who is going to prioritize you, who is going to show up for you even though they're busy. So this episode is all about showing up for yourself in the same way that you'd want a significant other to show up for you, even when they're tired, even when they're busy, even when they've got a lot going on. Now, if you're listening in real time, it's the 1st of February. So, have you already ghosted your new year goals? Be honest, (laughs) don't worry if you have. This episode is all about how to stop ghosting your goals, take action consistently and get yourself where you want to be. Now, before I dive into the good stuff, though, I do want to let you know about my get out of your own way offer, which if you feel like you've ghosted your goal somewhat, this would really help you. You could figure out where you went wrong, get back on track, reset, acting as if nothing happened and continue showing up, taking consistent action towards your goals. This is a single one-off coaching call with me. So if you've never hired a coach before and you're not ready to invest long-term, this is an amazing way to just sort of dip your toe in the water, find out what it's about and get the guidance you need to move yourself away from where you are now and closer to where you want to be. We'll talk about mindset tools, planning strategies. It's absolutely tailored to you, of course. And it's honestly such a no-brainer and it's what I wish that I'd had while I was stuck procrastinating and didn't know where to turn. It's only 44 pounds, and you'll get a really in-depth intake questionnaire before we get on the call so I can get a good understanding of where you are. And after the call, you'll get a written strategy and notes as well as seven days follow-up WhatsApp coaching with me so we can check in with how you're implementing what we covered. If this sounds like what you need, and if you're listening to this, You probably do. (laughs) I'm sure part of you knows that this could make all the difference. So go to IG and DM me goals. Okay, let's get into the good stuff. How can you stop ghosting your goals? So first, let's understand exactly where we are when that tends to happen. I've talked about the four stages of learning on a live last week, but I want to bring it here. And I'm gonna do a longer episode on this at some point. So when we set out to achieve a goal, When we set the goal, we feel so excited and motivated to do everything in our power to make it happen. That's stage one, the excitement, you know, the feeling that nothing can stop us, nothing can get in our way. But when that happens, maybe we we get to the point where we haven't seen any tangible results and things don't feel like they're working and our motivation slowly begins to dwindle. At the same time, perhaps you're realizing how much you don't know about what pursuing this goal would actually take. There's much more to it than you thought. It's not going to be easy. And this is where most people end up ghosting their goals. And this is stage two. So what do you do if you find yourself here? I'm going to talk about this first. And then later, I'm going to talk about how you can actually avoid ever reaching this point in the first place. In total, I am going to talk about eight tips for you. So maybe since it's early Feb and you just go to your goal a week ago or two weeks ago or maybe even before that, perhaps there's a goal that you've already been sitting on for ages and you feel like and you, feel like you, you know, show up consistently for a week and then you stop. What do you do? Okay, number one, take some time to reflect on what happened in the build up to you falling off. Get your journal out and figure out what went wrong. What got in the way and how can you stop that thing getting in your way the next time? Did you make good enough plans that you could truly follow through with? We are going to talk about that later. Or were you trying to manifest this from a purely feminine place of embodiment energy? Were you too in your masculine trying so hard to stick to the plans that your energy was just off? Really assess what you did well and what mistakes were made. A lot of people end up getting off track because they try to do too many things at once, especially at the new year, fitness, side hustle, a new hobby, learning a language. And this brings me into number two. If you don't have a great track record with following through with your goals, I take those goals and cut it back to just one. At the very, very most, two. Because you are allowed to add in other goals throughout the year And if after a few months, you're feeling pretty consistent, then you can start to make more changes. But making too many changes at once is a great way to fast track yourself to overwhelm, at which point our brains start trying to get us to cut back because they do not like us using too much energy. Remember, our brains are so primitive that they are still wired to keep us safe from things like predators, not something most of us have to worry about in the modern world. So if we're using all our energy on workouts and all our brain power on starting a new side hustle, that leaves very little in the tank for making a quick getaway from something who wants to eat us. So stick to one goal, two if you absolutely must, but that's it until you've maintained consistency with those. Number three, set your own standard for what consistency means to you. I talked about this on live the other day and last week in the podcast, I talked all about creating your own definition of productivity. So this is the same idea. What standard of consistency are you going to hold yourself to? It doesn't have to be a daily thing and it absolutely can be a daily thing, but it can look different on each day. So an example from my own life I've been using Duolingo consistently every single day since January 1st and this has been really easy to stick to because of the cues that it gives me which I'll talk more about later but sometimes I'll spend up to an hour a day on there like maybe I'll do like one in the morning and then one you know later in the day and it probably adds up to about an hour doing a ton of lessons learning loads getting all the points I mean that's a really good thing about Duolingo. It's just such a game um, that makes it really fun and engaging. i go up all the leaderboards and, you know, I'll move through all the units and I can feel myself improving my, my grammar in my target language. But on other days, I'll only do one lesson and sometimes they take me under five minutes because I never told myself that I have to spend at least one hour a day learning languages. I set my standard of Doing a language lesson a day, no matter what that looks like. So, are you going to make your goal something that you show up for daily, weekly, or just to the best of your ability every single day? I've done the weekly thing well now with my lives and every Monday and my podcast every Wednesday, even though it's 5 a.m. on Wednesday morning when I'm recording this. Full transparency. (laughs) The episode goes live at eight o'clock tonight. Again, I set the standard that I'd show up on live every Monday night and again, no matter what that looks like. Sometimes I'll talk for 12 minutes, sometimes four minutes. Sometimes I'll restart the live three times because I fluff up the words. Sometimes it takes one take. Sometimes I look put together. Other times my hair is a mess and that's fine because how I look is not part of the standard I've set for myself and that's what filters are for, right? So number four, I talked about this on my live, but to get clear on what is on your bare minimum list. There are some days when you just don't feel like it. So having a bare minimum list just really helps you get clear on what you need to do every day so that your future self will be grateful for how you showed up. And this can look however you like. You know, maybe it's you just get the house in order. Maybe it's that you just post a couple of stories on Instagram. Maybe it's that you definitely do your post on Instagram. Maybe it's that you do a five minute stretch so you've moved your body somewhat. What does your bare minimum list look like? Number five is to get real with yourself about the excuses. We all have them and they might not feel like excuses because they genuinely feel like facts. I talked about this in another episode. So I want you to get clear with yourself, what was your excuse for falling off the last time? Now, this is not the same as number one when we talked about what's being, what's in the way. This is what you told yourself was the reason for you not not continuing to do the thing. Was it that you were too tired, too busy, too overwhelmed, not smart enough, not charismatic enough, not dedicated enough? It's not the right time. It's not the right project. Those excuses become so ingrained in us that we just don't know who we are without them. They are part of our identity. So what we have to do then is to get real with yourself. What excuses am I coming up with? Am I really too tired? Define too, first of all. So tired that you're falling asleep at your laptop? Probably not. And it's important to be to yourself here. And... When in the moment you decide not to do the thing, what is the excuse? And then you have to do what you have to do is create a new identity about the kind of habits and goals that you have as part of this new identity. I'm going to do a whole episode about creating that new identity, I think, so I'm not going to go too deep into it here today, but start thinking about the identity that you want to create for your future self, a version of you that doesn't have those excuses. Now, I know as you're listening to this, there might be some of you thinking that, oh, um, it's different for me. I actually have a reason why I can't do the thing. (laughs) I have a baby. My boss is an a-hole. I'm taking care of a sick relative. And yes, there will be excuses that are harder to identify and plan around. But whenever I feel like this, I like to think of all the people in the world who have had all the cards stacked against them way more than I have. And they've persevered through all of that and created amazing things. And obviously I can't speak for them, but I'm sure that all of those people will tell you that the only special thing about them is they didn't let their excuses stand in their way. So you get to break up with those excuses. Stop ghosting your goals and create the life you want. Okay. Okay. So now I'm going to talk a little bit more about how you can avoid finding yourself in this situation again. And let's start with number six. This is something you've heard me say 56 million times. And trust me, you're going to hear me say it 56 million times more. What is your why? This will actually help you get over those excuses because your why is your north star, the thing that you can always come back to when things feel hard, and remembering your deep and personal reasons for why you started should be strong enough to help you keep moving. It won't do all the heavy lifting for you, but trust me, discovering my own true why turned the procrastination and self-doubt off about 75% of the way. And if you're looking for a why, I'd like you to try this exercise. So for example, I want to quit my job and travel the world. That's your goal. Ask yourself, why? Why do you want to quit your job and travel the world? Oh, because um, I want the freedom it brings. Why? Sorry, if you can hear my cat I'm in the background, she wants her breakfast, but it's only 5.30 in the morning. Why do you want the freedom? And then give your answer. And then after you give that answer, keep asking yourself why and keep going back until you've really got a deep, meaningful reason of why you want to do the thing. Travelling the world so you can have cool pics on Instagram? Not strong enough. (laughs) So make it really strong and make it really personal for you. Number seven, plan, plan, plan. Now, there's an expression I'm about to say, which I used to hate and I kind of still do but then Taylor Swift used it in her song Mastermind and now I don't mind it so much. If you fail to plan you plan to fail. (laughs) Now I'm launching a planning workshop very very soon where I'll dive super deep into my own planning methods which have helped me build two businesses while working full-time as a teacher. I still maintain somewhat of a social life and I get plenty of rest so stay tuned for that. But the three most important things you need to know when making your plans are, number one, plan your rest. And I'm gonna talk about rest in this whole other tip in just in a second. Number two, procrastinate proof your plans through cues and accountability. I talked about cues a bit at the beginning when I was talking about using Duolingo to learn languages. The way they set up the cues is so good. So obviously I have the app, and I have the app on my front page of my screen. And then I also have, and they obviously send me notifications when it's time to do it, which I could easily ignore because I ignore lots of other notifications, right? But they have this widget now that tells you your streak. And I'm on, I think, a 30-day streak. No, no, it must be 31 now. Um, 31-day streak. And, you know, in the morning, there's a little, little Duolingo owl looks really happy. And then... As the day goes on, he just starts to look sadder and sadder and sadder. And this is right on the front of my home screen. So, you know, when I open my phone, I see this sad little, sad little owl because I haven't done my Duolingo yet. And then like a red exclamation mark appears because like, it's about to get to the end of the day and you're going to lose your streak. And that is motivation enough for me to get on and do the thing. So, I mean, it's just a great app in general. So you need to set up your own cues that you can follow through with your plans in the same way. And one thing that I do to set up cues for myself is, so, you know, I'm still working full time. So I get home after work and I'm so tired. I've talked about this before. So before I allow myself to do anything else is I will set up my workspace. So I'll get up my laptop. I'll, you know, put my pens around my journals my earphones all those things my notebooks so that it looks like I'm about to start working then I'll go and walk the dog and then I will have a little break to myself because my laptop is sitting there ready for me to work a cue that it's time for me to start working and it works now I think about 95 percent of the time you know as compared to when I don't set up my laptop if I don't set up my laptop I'm less likely or I'm more likely to take longer to actually get into work because the cues haven't been set up and then of course there's the things like um, you know laying out your gym clothes when you wake up in the morning so that's the first thing that you put on so that you're more likely to do a workout those things work too they talk a lot about this, James Clear talks about this a lot in the book Atomic Habit, so if you haven't read that, I highly, highly recommend that you go and talk, that you go and read that, he can explain it so much better than I can. And then number three with the planning is remember that your plans are allowed to change. Just because you planned something at 5pm on a Monday and it doesn't happen, doesn't mean that you'll never get to it you get to move your plans around, life happens, things change, move it in the calendar, it's fine. And finally, number eight, rest more, which I just talked about a bit. This kind of ties back into number two, not doing so much because when you don't take enough time to rest, have fun and do the things that light you up, you get overwhelmed, right? And as I mentioned, make this rest a part of your plans. Actually schedule it in. Decide in advance what your rest will look like. Will it just be watching Netflix for the evening? Will it be going out for a walk with friends? You get to decide what your rest looks like and how much of it will you need and stick to it as best you can. Now, if things get moved in the calendar, then of course it's fine, but, Do not move your rest in favor of getting more work done. Your rest time should be your absolute priority. It sounds counterintuitive, I know, but resting more and resting deliberately, which is resting without feeling guilty for it, is the thing that will help you go from ghosting your goals to smashing them. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to go and subscribe to this podcast and also leave me a five star rating and a review if you do that if you'd be so kind to do that please let me know send me a screenshot of your review and I will send you a free visualization meditation as a thank you I just really appreciate you listening I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you next week bye thank you so much for tuning in if you enjoyed listening to this episode it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star rating and a review and if you want to feel even more inspired then you can go ahead and follow me over on instagram at sarah manifest action catch you in the next episode